I would love to see Drew Neely in the mullets. Well, grow some mullets, boys. Welcome to the 50 Records podcast series, Birth of the Song. We'll take you through the process of songwriting and production with the songwriters of our latest releases. Be sure to subscribe and stay up to date on upcoming episodes. Enjoy. So welcome back to the podcast. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hi, guys. You guys have been waiting way too long for that, haven't can you? I, uh, can I do some intros for the guys? Sure. Tony, do some intros. All right. All right. Heading up first from Frankfurt, Illinois. He's known as Georgie Georgie Ice Cream Man. He's our starting tight end for the heroes. What up? There's G2! There's 10 of us on the roster, and I'm actually from Okina. I was about to say, he's from Okina, bro. <laughs> oh, he's from Brokina. Brokina. Right. Right. Up next, from not Mokina, from <laughs> Chicago Ridge, Illinois, also playing tight end for the heroes, Dominic Doria! D2! What? <laughs> <laughs> What what's tight end? <laughs> All right. Well, playing loose end is Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Drew and Tony. They also play tight end. And you guys got the joke about three guys ago. So carry on. You play tight end. You play tight end. Anyway, um, it is good to be back. Even though we are not in the same room, we are zooming it up. Um, yeah. Everybody can say hi. I might use this video at some point for something. Hi. I really hope you do. Might be kind of cool. I just like that my keyboard's like. Hold on, I'm gonna play the keyboard. Gonna fall. Like, and and you like my taped up duct tape. Woo! I actually was. I'm actually right by my drum set in case you guys wanted a live snippet of April. April's already out, bro. You know, people should already have listened to it. Yeah, but maybe they Tony and they want a live snippet. (laughs) All right, let's, let's start with the most important question. We have a new single out called April. And Tony, have you heard it yet? I've heard, I heard of it. I heard of it. I heard you guys talking about it or something. Yeah, I saw, I saw Drew play it on tour a couple times. <laughs> yes, um, fre- <laughs> fresh off my tour of the building. Um, that was that was exciting. Thank you to everybody who tuned in for that and hung out with me for seven nights in a row. That was pretty awesome. So, um, Drew, real quick before we start, can you tell us a little bit about that tour? Like, what was your mindset behind it? If they didn't watch, what exactly you were doing the whole time? <laughs> it was me being an idiot. <laughs> um, I had this idea to like go on tour because like nobody's playing shows, right? Everything is just like shut down. So I thought, well, everybody's doing these Facebook Live things. Like, why don't I do a tour and then play from a different spot in the <laughs> nice front, play from a different spot in the studio? You know, I got the warehouse, I got the kitchen, got the front lobby, they got the whatever. So it was. I just thought it'd be cool to like play every night, and I figured I'd do like ten minutes or something. And then I got to thinking about it, and I was like, well, I should play some old music. Um, and it was really kind of therapeutic for me to go back and kind of like you know relive not only musically but lyrically different stages of of my life slash career whatever and the response was really good i mean the views i was like okay (laughs) um you know almost three thousand views and on the uh you know the seven nights i thought that was kind of cool i mean a lot of them might just be me watching them on repeat liking my own have we had but have we had three thousand people come to shows like lifetime for the year (laughs) probably not um (laughs) 
Yeah. What are you talking about? We've been playing for a while. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. I mean, if, <laughs> if we count the if we count the Metro, although that wasn't the Heroes, it it kind of was. Every show I've ever played, yes. Yes, <laughs> I, I I just think that's a really cool turnout. You know, uh, a lot of people showing the love during this hard time, and um, I heard some songs I hadn't heard in a long time. Um, I was listening uh, with my girl Haley, and um, hey hey, what up <laughs> Haley? So uh, and I was like, dude, these were the songs I auditioned to. I haven't heard them since then, and I was so excited to hear them. You know, wait, dishing to like I auditioned. Dishing. Oh, audition. auditioned. Yeah, yeah. Because if, if you don't remember, like we kind of did all these songs together that we just released. So. <laughs> Tony, that was I did audition to those. There was a time before George was in the band, so he what? had to audition to be in the band. I just <laughs> thought, I just thought he was born, slid out, and then now he's our drummer. <laughs> That's how I remember it. He's like. I'm the drummer. Want some ice cream? <laughs> that's that's not how it goes. Speaking of, um, who do we got to talk to about getting a um, Drew Neely and the Euros special at Primos? Oh, I'm gonna make sure that happens as soon as possible. That's what I'm talking about. It's gotta be. It's gotta be Chronos Euros, though. That'll be. That'll be up. I think my dad knows the owner of Chronos Euros. To be honest with you, like he's like a distant relative, like all Greeks are. Yeah, of, uh, <laughs> yeah. Of yeah how nationalities life. work. <laughs> yeah. You guys all see each other at like you know at the corporate getaways and stuff. Right? <laughs> the yeah, Greek getaways, the Greek Isles, the restaurant yeah. owners getaway, and it's just all Greek people. Yeah, and like Dominic and I get to meet up with Joe Pesci every year. <laughs> He's not as angry as you might think. No, he is. Just not towards <laughs> Italian people. Cricket. cricket. <laughs> cricket cricket anyway so we've got a brand new single aptly titled april um this was a night actually we were going to take a break for a little bit from the this could be you kind of stream of songs um and then someone who plays drums in the band decided they would start to write a chorus for a song entitled april why don't you tell us george kind of where that idea stemmed from and then We'll expound on that kind of as it happened. Um, so I didn't, I really didn't want to take a break. I know we were all kind of worn out because I had brought up Valentine too. So we did two songs like the month before and we were all kind of tired, but I didn't, I desperately did not want to take a break, you know? And I just, I wanted to keep going. And April, you know, I knew a girl named April. I was like, this is too good of an opportunity not to. And I knew this stuff because when I said Valentine, you guys were not happy, but it, it happened anyways. Well, so <laughs> I don't know that we were happy. It was more like, a, I don't know, can we do that? Yeah. Can we do that? Yeah. I think Dominic's still skeptical on that. <laughs> like, Did we do that? that. <laughs> Dominic's like, are we really doing this? And I'm like, this is the song. He goes, guess we're doing it. <laughs> guess we're doing it. Uh, so April, you know, I, I play guitar as well. April, I was just kind of sitting, strumming along, and I had the capo on the third fret. And that, that kind of first hook just What's came to my I don't know what a capo is. As Drew Taylor says, he, he saw Taylor Swift. <laughs> there it is. But, um, it's a so Kaiser. I call it I, so say. <laughs> I had a capo on the third fret, and it just kind of flowed right away. And then, Where's uh, Tony going? Hold on. Where's Tony going? Come back here. Would you go find a capo? Yeah, I got a capo. Oh, there we go. What is, what's on your capo? Oh, there's a guitar strap. I thought you had a parrot. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That would work with my pastafarianism. 
So uh, my dad and I, DJ Lou, Lou Pac, El Lupacabra, the owner of Primos, whatever you want to call him, uh, we, we kind of just sat down and jammed it out. And um, and then I kind of just sent the, all the guys here um, a little snippet of it. I don't have it. I have a drumstick. Keep going. I sent them a little snippet, and I was like, I was like, I was like, hey guys, I have this little idea for a song. I don't know if we can use it. I don't know if it's good or not, because I was under the impression that it was not quite good. But and then, well, your version wasn't. But <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm and just then, kidding. Uh, you know, we kind of just ran with it. We we met at the studio. What like two or three days later, and then live tracked a lot of it. Yeah, actually, yeah. your dad came over and played tambourine. That's right. You were playing drums. Um, Tony was playing guitar, and I was playing bass. So the 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 foundation of that was all recorded. Um, that night, and that was a yep. That was a late night because we really we were waiting for you to get there, George. And Tony and I started jamming through these kind of like uh, it was basically a chord progression at that point of just kind of what right. I was hearing. And you know, Tony's playing something. We're just kind of jamming. He's like, what is that? And I go, I think it's going to be the verses for April. And he's like, cool. <laughs> and then we just kind of like sorted through. It was like, okay, there, cool. Yeah. let's just do this. And then, um, yeah, the, you know, got to do something trippy in the bridge. And we just kind of had that kind of an idea for that. So then when you got here, we just kind of started, you know, micing everything up and jamming through it. And uh, yeah, it kind of, I, I was, I was not expecting the song to be anything like that. When I, when I was just strumming through it and I had that chorus, what it became, you know, I'm just, I'm wild. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but. Well, well, what I liked about it was, sorry to interrupt Tony, but what he rolls his eyes. I'm not. Um, (laughs) The, uh, I forgot you could see me. I'm watching you. <laughs> the uh, but what, what I liked about it is like the uh, the uh, the now I can't even think what I'm saying. All I can hear see is Tony rolling his eyes. Uh, You're gonna get stuck the, back uh, there. Yeah, Tony, you start. Eyes. Let me think about words. <laughs> All right. So when um, when Drew and I were just sitting there, and uh, he was just actually I was sitting here. Yeah. Yes. When he was sitting, when the world in before times, when we could all be together, he was sitting in the studio and uh, he started playing the chorus, you know, the chorus that George had, you know, he didn't really know the words. So it was a lot of humming and making up <laughs> rhymes. Still, I still don't know the words. <laughs> yeah. He'll that's text right. me every once in a while. Like, hey, what were the words to that? <laughs> I did a couple of times. <laughs> that's all right. Nolan, my kid makes, makes up words. He's like, April, say bro. <laughs> It rhymes, like it. but it's not anyway. And uh, so he, he started playing through it. I'm like, that's awesome. I'm like, that's how the song should start. I suggested like we should start it like on a chorus acoustically, and then we all come in. And yeah, there was that turnaround they did on the acoustic guitar right at the beginning, which is cool because you're like, what is oh, he that- turning around from? It's just like it just like, pick up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, awesome. I, I liked it because the it was it was a strong hook. And what, what you sent us is essentially the intro to the song now, which is what I liked about it. It's like, that's how I first heard the song. So I felt like it made sense that anybody who listens to it should hear it that, from that standpoint. And that is so cool because you literally get to hear the song being built, you know. And then we just, Dominic, what you did in that, like that April, I don't know how you can sing that high or what you do. It's incredible. Like your, your backing vocals on that were just stellar. It brought it to like, 
a crazy because I I didn't think we were gonna do anything like we did. You know, there's but like I, seventy backing vocals in that. Yeah, but but Dom Dominic does a lot, you know, and then he like doubles some parts in the verses, and it sounds really really good. It was it was uh it was a fun one to do. It it came together fairly quickly, which I feel like we say that a lot, but I feel like we've kind of settled into a groove now of of kind of getting things you know, from idea to at least something tangible to work with fairly quickly. Yeah. And it's something that I've been actively trying to stay focused on is to make a decision and then move to the next hurdle. But what I like about this one is I feel like every single one of us, once we heard your little riff, threw a bunch of stuff at Drew and was like, here you go, Drew. And he was like, it's already done. Like, I just have to piece it all together. Yeah. Well, and, and this is one that we, that we wrote collectively. You know, George had the idea. Um, from there, I kind of, you know, structured like the arrangement of the song in terms of like verse, pre-choruses, things like that. I wrote the pre-chorus. Um, and the, I, did I write the first verse? I wrote the first verse. And then... Dominic wrote the first half of the second verse. Tony nice. wrote the third, fourth, third line in the verse. <laughs> right. And then the yeah. ending of it was something that I had that was very similar to, to what Tony was saying, but I felt like it wrapped it back around to the chorus a uh, little, little cleaner. Um, yeah. It just kind of pushed it all together. And then the bridge actually was, the part that I sing was something Tony wrote, and Dominic sings the part that he wrote. So I, it all just kind of it's absolutely is, amazing how like Dominic and I not even talking just throwing ideas at Drew two pretty different ideas and com- they just flowed together com- just completely different ideas and yeah, then that but, ended up being like a perfect counter melody too. Right. Well, oh, and, and, awesome. and I like that dichotomy of of things that don't necessarily go together, but they do in in a way of depending on how you want to look at the situation. Well, so, super- and I thought that was cool. The really cool thing to me was, is we were doing this bridge and Drew, you're telling me this is going to be something special. And I'm thinking we're just going to do some weird instrumentations and it's just going to drop out, then pick back up and we're going to hit the chorus again. But then I get it back to here to do backing vocals and to have everybody that I know do backing vocals. And Dom just did this wild thing. Like he acted as if he was like a hundred different instruments, just him singing. And it was really cool. Like it was really cool. There's a lot of cool stuff. A lot of Hell cool yeah. stuff in there. Props, yeah. I mean, to be to be fair, uh, I only have one person live with me, and it's my brother, and he sounds exactly like me. So some of that stuff, I just sent his stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even me. That was my brother. <laughs> Actually, I didn't sing at all. <laughs> I don't even know you guys. I haven't heard the song. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely not fun to mix. Um, of course, in the middle of it, the whole you know pandemic kind of happens, and we're you know, stay apart. So, so the, the foundation, the basic tracks of the song were done, you know, live. And then a lot of it was, um, sent in, you know, especially all the backing vocals truck tracks and everything. Um, I think there was 73 vocal tracks on, on that song. So to, to mix that and to make it sound like it, you know, isn't completely overwhelming. What is Tony doing? (laughs) Sorry. Yakety yak. Don't smoke crack. (laughs) <laughs> but uh so that, that it, it takes a while to just even sort through the file management of you guys obviously taking the time to record it and then uploading it and then i gotta download it and then sort through it and go okay how do i make all of this sound like a bunch of people in one room screaming april and that was yeah. the part that kind of made it tricky and then it seems like the the 
the hiccup that I always have on my end, putting the song, you know, mixing it all together and getting it ready is we have these really cool bridges. And it's like, how do we come out of it naturally to get back to the chorus? And this was one that I was like, if I were George, what would I want to hear? And that's when I was like, ooh, <laughs> tape flange. And I was like, oh, right, yeah, cool. Nailed it. And oh, my I, dude, the first the first time I heard that, I was ex- like ecstatic, man, because I've I've been wanting some sort of reverb or something on my drums for a long time because I'm a big John Bonham fan. You know, he always put reverb on his snare, always did like funky stuff. And you're like, hey, wait till you hear it. And when I like I'm just still I listen to this song the most out of any song we have. And like, I know that's weird. They're like, you listen to your own songs? Well, yes, I do. I spent a lot of time on them. All the time. (laughs) I'm the only artist I listen to. (laughs) (laughs) So I listen to this song a lot. And every single time it gets to, I love the whole bridge, but I'm just so excited to hear that drum part. So that, you know, the drums do that flange thing and then they, uh, then they pan from one ear to the other. Oh my God. Well, I did the ultimate seventies thing. And in the other ear, as the drums are panning one way in the other ear, that chord I played on the piano and flipped it. Oh my that, god! That's that. It's just like ah, okay. This so this song is like yeah. a whole experience of what we are as a band, and that's what like I tell everybody. And um, it's just like we got all of our big brains together and just smushed it into one. And sometimes that can be too much, you know. And we got the big brain on Brad. <laughs> so um, I'm I'm just always excited every time I hear that drum part. I just get so happy, and it's so cool, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, and that yeah. was really like the last one that we were able to do, you know, cause we've since, you know, been working on a new one and, uh, you know, that one is done completely at our own places and everything is done via Dropbox sponsor us. Um, <laughs> and, and piecing it together later. So it's, uh, it's interesting, but I, I appreciate you guys and your willingness to like, you know, put in the extra work in terms of, you know, figuring out exactly how to, how do I do this? Dom's like, I've been doing this since day one. He's a trailblazer. <laughs> know, this is all there. new to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to yeah. be honest, as soon as you get I the mean, uh, process down, I feel like it's it's pretty uh, efficient. So. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we're we're in a good workflow now. Um, yeah. It's just the whole bouncing and then making sure it bounced correctly. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it's, it's just, just painstaking. It's, it's just tedious. But you know, the more we do it, I think the faster we'll get. So. Bouncing. Oh, oh for Bounce. sure. Like Drew, Drew's like explaining it to me, and like as he's doing it, I'm like, "Oh, you have to be an idiot not to be able to do this." And then I messed it up, and I was like, "Apparently, I'm an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm an idiot. I, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't bounce a thing. I just take the raw files and just give them right to him. Yeah, hey, that's exactly what I do too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, one thing that we did like so right, and I don't know if we even realized it, is like a lot of the people that like. Are like looking to buy music. Their their theory is don't bore us, get to the chorus. And right away we're like, here's our chorus. If you like it, listen to the rest of the song. You know, you're gonna get Absolutely. it again. And that we gave a complete, idea. It was a com- completely different chorus from chorus one to chorus two. And I think that was so cool too. You know, we developed it too. Like you can hear it, but it's gonna be different the next mm-hmm. time you hear it. Yeah. yeah, I felt like I needed to elongate it. You know, the version you sent was the intro, so it had like the first two lines. Um, and then I wanted to uh-huh. add another line for like the, the subsequent choruses. So that's when I came up with that. Uh, I'm a fool for love. So I got to play it smart. Got to play it smart. Yeah. Gotta that was, that was really good. I felt like it, it kind of felt that whole, that whole vibe of like, okay, is this, 
not really sure what this is yet, but uh, yeah, that's one thing that really worked out for four people writing it. It was a really coherent like song that has the same meaning because I think we've all been there before, like right. And, and what was interesting about. is everybody had their own kind of take on the scenario, and that was something that you know not only one of us, like all of us collectively were like, okay, well, what was the vision for this song to really kind of try and, you know, either put ourselves in that situation or remember when, you know, when we've been in that situation and be able to kind of like tell their version of the story that kind of makes it a little bit more wider spectrum. Yeah. In terms of, in terms of lyrical content. Yeah, no, this song was, it, it was super fun to record. Um, being in the room, like, like literally like piecing parts together and being like all right this is what you play this is what you play and and then adding like the pieces above and it it came together in uh, probably came together within an hour but you know we were in there for a few hours you know kind of perfecting everything oh yeah and honestly it rocked way more than i thought it was gonna and it's but it fits it so perfectly it's just Oh, definitely. I just I just remember the recording process. It was fun, you know. I, we invited my dad, and he came and played tambourine. But the first couple DJ times Lou? he did it, DJ Lou, El Lupacabra, whatever you want to call him, <laughs> Lou Chain. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he was. I didn't like how he was accenting it, and I was like, dude, you got to change that. Is that because he was well, what? I'm like, it's it's because he's Greek and he he does things in time signatures of six and sevens. And I'm like, <laughs> he thought was, I want a euro. <laughs> he thought it was Journey but, to uh, Heroes. But um, so, you know, the, the Greek music, the Mediterranean music is played in six, seven, and we play in four usually, which is what you should play in. And, yeah, um, get it right. <laughs> but um, so, and he just the way he was accenting, I didn't like it. And I was like, dude, you got to change it. You got to change something. And then he oh, yeah. changed it and it felt right and everything felt right. I was like, that's perfect. Do what you just did. He goes, that's what I was doing the whole time. I was like, you definitely were not doing that the whole time. <laughs> by by the way, I like that I was replaced for this uh, recording session. <laughs> you, hey, you, were, you were working or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you were working. We I a, was, yeah. We had a stand-in sidekick hero. Yeah, uh, yeah a well, stand-in it, it was interesting because like, you know, I, I like the dynamic of having multiple people performing. You know, I feel like there's that that play off of each other. That's really hard to recreate when you're kind of piecemealing things together. Um, you know, we spent a lot of time on that bridge, George, remember me and you, cause you know, I'm playing the bass. I'm trying to lock into oh what, my you gosh, doing, yeah. what you were doing on the bait on the kick drum. So we could really make that tight. And then that, bah, bah, dah, you know, that and on the floor. In yeah. fact, I believe I was like, you no, know, play it more like, um, what's his name? Nick Mason. Yeah. From Floyd. Pink Floyd. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, then, and, right, and, was like, okay, and then right we, when we said that, it just clicked. Yep. But it would have been easier for us to just do it separate, you know, and just like, well, right. I like what you did there. It doesn't matter what the bass track is, but it would never sound as good as what it turned out to be. Right. And I remember and just, we ended on that F sharp. Remember? Yeah. And you guys are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to resolve to like the one. Like, let's end it on like a and, weird chord. Well, and it just and so that happened hard. that I'd sang that pre-chorus at the end. And I made it. <laughs> Made it work. Awesome. Heck yeah. That, that was super hard for me because, you know, 
I'm not just a drummer, I'm a musician. So I heard the F sharp and I wanted to keep going. I'm like, I do not want to like end on this. Like we, we there is a resolve. We gotta end on yeah. that B. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm looking for a resolve and I just kept playing right past it. And, and you're like, dude, just just trust me, this is what's gonna happen. So yeah. I just had to listen and to I, that. And I had no idea. Time. I just wanted to do something different. So it, it worked out in our favor. It did. And I, I just I just like that feeling of, you know, even if it's not fully done live. Because I know, like, I'm not always going to be perfectly on the click or whatever, and I like to have a little bit of that feel with me, you know. Because that's when you, you are get, the click. Yeah, you know, that's when you get the character of the song is when I drag a little bit, and when that bass drags with me, and then just, just super like slingshots right into it because that's a feel thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's not technically correct, and I know that, but it just feels so much better. Anyway, um, if you haven't been to our social media pages, um, which is possible, um, we are on Facebook. Instagram, Bandcamp, um, all that fun stuff. Drew Neely and the Heroes. Neely is N-E-E-L-Y, and Heroes is H-E-R-O-E-S. I know there's been some confusion about that in the past. Just want to set the record straight. Did we spell correctly? I thought, it was, I thought it was Drew Nelly. It's getting hot Heroes. <laughs> Put a Band-Aid right here. That'd be dope. That's terrible. Be something. That would, that I think would we should something. do it. Uh, we should do a Drew Nelly in the Heroes night. That'd be funny if yeah, you just wore a band. He's like, nah, that'd I'm be, good. And a white Dago tee. Yeah, me and Tony just call it a tee. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you, countrymen. That's, oh, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my goodness. So, um, yeah, we've got some more, uh, more fun stuff coming out, coming your yeah. way. More songs about girls. More songs just in general. We should start um, covering songs about girls. Yeah, that would leave it wide open for like a Wouldn't plethora it? of like, even my mom the other day was like, I know why you write so many songs with like girls' names in the titles. And I'm like, why is that? She goes, because growing up, that's what every song on the radio was. And I was like, yep, Makes you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah, we're not trying to do anything different over here. Just, you know, write some good songs. That's it. Yep. That is different that, though. Than write, some good songs. <laughs> write some good songs that we actually perform. Yeah, there we go. So there you go. Yes, but uh, well, thanks so much, you guys, for phoning it in. I appreciate it. I think the guys appreciate it. And, yeah. Um, the uh, yeah. Without further ado, Aww. here is our newest single. Here's April. April. And I'm just hoping April's faithful and giving me her heart. Find a place to stay and never drift apart, never drift apart, never drift apart. Someday, someday.
Open April